It's A-League season, baby, and the peak season <laughs> comes from peaks and troughs, as they say. It's been the A-League season for 24 weeks. <laughs> it's it's almost half the year. Jokey, artichokey, here we go with another episode of the Four Man Wall, a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. I'm your host, Jashan, coming at you live from the middle of an insane windstorm, and joining me from the not-so-sunny eastern suburbs, we lost our semi-final 8-7 in extra time last night. It is Melbourne City mega fan Andy Gibson. Uh, thanks, Jashan. Yeah, you're right. It's not so sunny over here uh, this week, unfortunately. Uh, Tough, mm. tough loss uh, for City on the weekend, and yeah, tough loss in extra time at football last night as well, so yes. yeah, a uh, bit down in the dumps this week, but uh, nah, regardless, looking forward to a, a big grand final episode for the four-man wall after a, a yes, great sir. season. I was more referring to the uh, city-wide weather warnings that we currently have, but yes, ah, um, a couple was a of metaphor as well recently. Good call. It's layered like it's layered. an onion. Indeed. The third voice you're going to hear is that of a man who never looks at the run sheet and he's just done a shot of fireball. On Twitter, his NPL player, Oscopes, here. Here's Damon Serra. Yes, good evening, everybody. Uh, I am too stuck in a bit of a, uh, a weather uh, debacle. Um, I can't go outside. It's too wet. If I do, I'd, my feet drown. And, uh, yeah, it's... Setting a very lacklustre setting for what is our uh, last show, last podcast for the uh, the season. So uh, hopefully we can turn things around and uh, create a bit of a sunny ending to our uh, season. Yeah, look, if your house starts flooding mid-podcast, I expect you to stay podcasting, all right? Like, don't panic, <laughs> no. just stay on the mic, do your thing. No, all Come good. In. Come on now. Good man. And last but not least, the only thing that's keeping him going are Diet Cokes, Potato Cakes and Dimmies. He's been looking at bringing through some four-man wall merch. It is Nicholas. Thank you, Jashan, for the introduction. Firstly, I just want to say, where's the hype? I mean, like, it's the bloody grand final of the four-man wall right now. Um, we need some more hype on the intro, you know, but uh, that's okay. I've packed the hype. I've had plenty of Diet Cokes and Pepsi Max to keep me floating tonight. <laughs> And, yeah, I just want to say, um, ah, damn, completely lost the train to Fort. Um, <laughs> just be kind to one another and let's get right into this episode. Yeah, let's get right into the episode. It's a gigantic show to get to today. By the way, Nick, if you keep drinking soft drinks, it's, it's not good for you. You need to balance that out with some juice. Try some juice. Juice is worse for you. Nah, some natural juice that you've done. You juiced yourself. You, you, not, not, none of that added shit. Some natural juice. Oh, yeah, like lemon juice. Turmeric. Yeah, just drink a just pint of lemon juice, juice and you'll be fine. H2O juice. We've got a ton of news. We're going to look at the peak moment of the year and we're going to split the Wall, but first things first. What's the time, fellas? Is it uh, is it twelve fifty four? Is it is it is it six to one, boys? It's actually eight twenty five p.m. <laughs> it's six Thanks, to Nick. one. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. That's a bad joke, but uh, <laughs> I don't even care about the A League anymore. I'm more of you know like a <laughs> cricket kind of guy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, Australia India starting up tonight. Should be good yeah, fun. But Central Coast. 
Gave it the full Monty to win the grand final and the 2022-23 toilet play in style. Six goals to one, thus ending a 10-year drought for the club. All while doing it with the smallest budget in the league and well under salary cap, but it was not without controversy, lads. Do we want to talk about the game first or about the crowd and all of that kind of drama? I didn't even know there was a game on. Oh. <laughs> what game? Oh, what game? We'll talk about the, the game first, I think. Yeah, all right. Go for it, Damo. Take us away. Started out as the Central Coast Mariners dominating. And from that moment on, it was Central Coast Mariners. So, <laughs> <laughs> essentially, Fuck, really? Central Coast Mariners... <laughs> Just dominated on all fronts. And, um, yeah, I, I think the first thing I noticed was Valum Berisha. What did you notice about First him? of his three touches. <laughs> absolutely dog piss. And that's just set the tone for the whole game, I think. And you yeah. could tell straight away that, oh, no, he's not at it. He is not up for this game at all. And then he gets injured. And then he goes off. And I think that just mm. set the whole precedent for Melbourne City. Um, after that, just the vibe was off. Um, and Central Coast Mariners, they were just simply up for it. Yeah, they were. So, mm. yeah, and they carried all that momentum and played some really, like, good football. Like, some proper neat stuff. And We talked about it last week, though. Their key for success was going to be to, you know... The, the, the counter-attack, yeah. like we yeah, mentioned we this on the podcast. Yeah. And Melbourne City and Rado Vidicic must be criticised here. We're not prepared for it whatsoever. Absolutely no, not. No. They didn't listen to us. Yeah. What the hell? No, they didn't. It's their fault. Mm. <laughs> i got to say, well, I yeah. had a horrible Saturday night. The A-League Grand yeah, Final yeah. and all. I had to sit behind uh, three Geelong fans that uh, fought Brian Myers <laughs> as the GOAT. <laughs> yeah, it's because you were at an AFL game not watching the A-League Grand Final despite hosting an A-League podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's shit on all fronts, okay? This has been the worst week in sport. It's been pretty average. That's yeah. a big call. No. First off, uh, I... AS Roma loses the Europa League final to Sevilla. In- a bit inevitable. Next, Zadkovic gets the sack. No, he, did oh, he, no, he didn't get sacked. He resigned. Yeah, and we're right. saving that for splitting the yeah. wall. <laughs> Spoiler and alert. Next up, next up, a buddy go to the footy and I have to watch my team lose to Geelong. And that Geelong's just PTSD in its own right. And then I'm like, oh, I'll check the scores. Oh, I'll check the scores periodically for the game. 1 0 down. Oh, yeah. 2 0 down. Oh, 2 1. That's a respectable. 3 1. Oh, that's a bit <laughs> shit. Get distracted. Come back as I'm leaving the concourse. 6 1. Yeah. I, I had enough. I was just like, <laughs> I was fuming leaving the stadium because of the footy. And I was just like, okay, yep, nothing's going to make me feel better tonight. Did it yeah. Did it make you feel better to see me drunkenly walking home next day at midday? <laughs> you weren't really drunk. You were just dusty. Yeah, fair enough. All right, dusty is a good word yeah, for it. Dusty. I hope that made you feel better. Dusty Martin. A little bit dusty. <laughs> a little bit dusty, Martin. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Collingwood are on top of the league. Um, life is good. That's but it. did did you uh, get a chance to watch the game, Nick, or did you kind of like look at the results and think, nah, fuck it, like I'm not, oh, not having it? When it, when the contest was in the balance, I tried to look at some of the goals on the twitters. Uh, but after mm. I saw six one, I don't think I've even seen. I think I just saw the cum dog hat trick, and that's about it. I'm like, no, I don't yeah. need to see Marco Tulio banging him in Walmart, Marco Tulio. 
Oh, Tulio was playing very, very yeah. well. I thought this was one of the best games of uh, Benny and Cololo's yeah. season as well. He was really good. Yeah, and well, Sammy Silvera, can we just absolutely. sing the kids' praises? Yeah. He fucking... He, he tore Nuno Reis to shreds down that left-hand side. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. Andy, here, here, here was the game for you on Saturday, yeah, Saturday night. Oh, man, no surprises here. It was shit out. <laughs> I was happy with the first half, you know. I watched it at uh, the Imperial... Yeah, the watch party that uh, oh yeah of course yeah um, was organised for the city fans. So it was good, you know, good vibes the whole first half. Into fir- there were probably more city fans in the Imperial than in the stadium. Probably, probably was to be honest. I don't know how many were at the game. Anyone seen any asterisk grand final asterisk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Fifteen hundred. Not, not okay. Look, yes, but not when you play that badly. I'm sorry, you would have lost no matter. Let me well, come back to it yeah. later. I don't know. Fair I just, enough. Fair uh, enough. I wonder what the result would have been if it was at Amy Park. It wouldn't have been six-one. If if they played the way they did, we probably still would have lost. But yeah, like they, the Mariners haven't won at Amy since 2014, I think I heard. So yeah, yeah that's that's correct. Yeah, it does change the ball game when you when you look at it in that perspective. But mm-hmm. that was out of our control, and the, there's no excuses for the for the City boys. They just didn't show up after half time, and I feel like once uh, you know once they got that first penalty in the second half. Um, our boys just sort of gave up. Oh, yeah. Threw in the towel. Andy Naboot, shocking challenge. Andy Naboot. What a joke. Wow. I wonder if the Andy Naboot travelled yeah. up. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, thinking I too when know. he gave away the penalty. Yeah, yeah, like maybe that's why they gave up. They didn't hear that Keep voice. your feet, Andy. <laughs> exactly, so... Yeah, very, very... And this is the other thing, like, okay, so Scotty Jamison, obviously, before all of this, had a lot to say... Um, and it looked, to be honest, it came off as a little bit cocky, quite frankly. And he mentioned a little bit that, like, hey, look, a lot of these Central Coast guys haven't been here before. We have. And he's right. Mm, this is true, their yeah. fourth grand final in a row. Now you've lost three out of four of them. So, yeah. bit of a joker. Know, Scott Jamison's just hey, a bit of... Leave Jamo alone. Bit of a wanker. No. Yes. But, but look, look, mate, you've got one of the most experienced teams in the league coming up against the youngest team in the league, and you've crumbled, like... This is not acceptable. No. No, nah, not at all. But, uh, yeah, We're sitting a bit cocky, maybe. A little bit overconfident. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think that's it, because they were, they were pretty competitive for most of it in the first half. Um, I just think they, yeah, got a bit too comfortable, possibly, at half-time, even though they were still down a goal. Um mm. Yeah, and I think yeah, once they were two goals down, they thought, "Oh, it's game over," and they just switched off. And the Mariners were too high quality to switch off against, and they just, you know, kept throwing counter after counter attack at us. And uh, obviously, they they broke our wall too many more times. I'll, I'll ask you the first burning question of the night, Andy. It's it's a heavy one, mm. but um, three burning questions. Hold hold back tears. Head high. <laughs> Is this season a failure for Melbourne City? Uh, no, no, it's definitely not a, f- a failure as a season. Nah, far from it. I think, uh, obviously it was a bitterly disappointing end to the season. Um, you know, no excuses for that 6-1 result. But when you look at the season as a whole, um, I still think it's a big success. Like, um, you know, we, we obviously finished the league on top by, what, nine points clear, I think, in the end. Um, we've qualified for another Asian Champions League. Um, so I think those those two things are the most important. But obviously, I know in Australia it's a bit different to the rest of the world, and a lot more 
uh, importance is put on the grand final. So obviously, um, it's disappointing to lose, you know, the, th the third grand final in four years, and um, it's disappointing that we we don't handle those big games uh, as well as we handle the rest of the season. But no, I think uh, yeah, when you when you take the season into a into account as a whole, um, it's still a big success, and we've got Champions League football to look forward to, and um, yeah. The off-season starts now, I suppose. So, no, I'm, I'm very happy with the year as a whole, considering how dominant we were, um, e even through times when we had players like O'Neill and Leckie injured. We still managed to hold on. Change of coach. Um, still not convinced on Rado for the future, to be honest, but um, he hasn't done too badly. He's obviously kept us kept yeah, us on top. He's not good at half-time speeches, apparently. But um, Nah, yeah. clearly not. Maybe he needs to... Um, Paddy Kiznorbo on video call at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might help. But yeah, no, nah, it's it's definitely not a failure as a whole. And um, it's going to be a, a very different looking team next year with uh, a few players all but gone overseas, um, you know, which isn't a bad thing. You, you want the players to reach their full potential, but yeah. it does sort of feel like it might be a little bit of a, a rebuild season for Melbourne City, which does seem a bit odd to say considering... How, how dominant they've been over the last few years, but... You've got enough money, you'll be fine to keep in contention, I'd say. I mean, like... We'll see how we go, but, nah, successful season, disappointing end. Nick, Damo, do you agree with Andy, or do you guys think that a grand final win was necessary to kind of put the cherry on top? Failure. Tires? Yeah, all, oh, it's always a failure, isn't it, if you don't win the granny? Failure. Fucking, the boys... What point are... is a successful season when they can't materialise it into anything... Yes, in under normal circumstances, a successful, like a one-off successful season and you just don't make it into the grand final, it's a good run. But for Melbourne City, uh, the second successful season off the trot without a, a grand final to top it off, I think is unsuccessful. And also, like they're not going to get, like they're not going to become a bigger club by losing that grand final. Uh, they're already, they've already sold off the grand final. They're not, if they just walk, if they come back from Sydney without winning the grand final, then they're just the club that lost the grand final to Central Coast. They're not going to get any more members from losing a grand final that none of their fans saw. You know, I see your point, but um, why do why do they give out the uh, Champions League spot to the first on the ladder uh, and not the the grand final winners? Yeah, but let's be honest. Like, let's let's be honest. Uh, with Saudi Arabia buying up players like Ronaldo and N'Golo Kante, like the the Asian Champions League is just going to become the Saudi Arabian Champions League pretty soon. I'm sorry. Like... Well, not for us because it's split in yeah, East true. versus West. So oh, is it? Ah, yeah, you you wouldn't play you wouldn't play the the West West Asian teams, which is the Middle oh, East, and yeah, until the round of six. No, until the until the final. Oh, uh, my yeah. bad. So it's a winner that, of each. That's why. That's what. Yeah. Uh, I see. Right, 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 right. And yeah, anything so can happen. Anything can final. happen in a final, like as we've just mm. seen. Um, fair do. Yeah, so you wouldn't you wouldn't play them until the final. So, so it doesn't stop like a like an A League club having a good run. Um, they still have stiff opposition. Yeah. But Ma imagine that, buddy. Uh, Ronaldo comes to Amy Park, plays Melbourne it, City. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> awesome. It, 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 it would just be um. It would just be, I mean, like it's it's still challenging. No, no, no Australian club's been able to do it, but Saudi Arabia will have no impact on it. Yeah, fair dues. Um, we've been kind of skirting around it, but obviously, the APL decision to have the game in New South Wales did impact 
Um, obviously, Mr. Dan was very vocal in his assertion that the home team, well, in th- the theoretically home team would still get the majority of fans coming in. Yeah, that right. didn't happen, obviously. 26,000 people were there and only 1,500 fans were uh, wearing blue. So, you know, that Vastly obviously yeah. makes an impact. If you're a Aiden O'Neill up there and you look up and you see like fucking 25,000 people screaming at you, it might be a bit intimidating. It's understandable. Um, but I think the people saying online that it was rigged in the Mariners' favour are kind of taking it a bit too far. Like, any team could have made it this far. It's not the Mariners' fault that they happen yeah, to be from true. New South Wales. And they went out there, and at the end of the day, like, they played they played to win, and City didn't, so I think, I think that's kind asterisk. of where ah, Is it an asterisk, though? Like, we've yeah, known about but, this for months it's now. Not an asterisk. It's, it's, not an, it's not an asterisk in the sense of, like, Mel- like Melbourne City deserved to win because they'd play on their home turf. Mm. Mariners deserve to win, but don't the Mariners deserve to have the right and to have the satis- satisfaction of beating Melbourne City on their home turf to win the grand final? Like, yeah. you know, so I'm saying, I'm not saying it from like a negative perspective of, oh, Melbourne City would have like won, you know, at, at, on a home grand final because they wouldn't have. They got smashed. But maybe the margin probably would have been halved, which is a moot point. Um, but, you know, the Mariners deserve the satisfaction of knowing they won it like in in fair conditions, you know. Like, not, not like, they don't, the fans don't deserve this break a 10-year drought and then have, like, like no good nobodies like me question it, you know. Oh, you want to know good nobody, Nick? Come on, <laughs> self-care, brother. Be nice. You know, like, I'm just saying, like, the Mariners deserve, you know, to, like, to, like, to have won it, like, under fairer conditions. I just think it's an asterisk because, oh, basically, just for the reasons I just said, you know, because um, the Mariners deserve to win and prove themselves in under more testing circumstances. And I think that um, unless you like putting your head in your sand, there's no winners from this result. There's no way they're rescinding it. Um, there's no way they're rescinding mm-hmm. the deal unless it's like for like, unless you're going to have a top six next year of Perth, Brisbane, Wellington, Adelaide, <laughs> uh, Western United and MacArthur. <laughs> like there's no way they're rescinding, they're rescinding that deal. Yeah. Um, so, it, it, it's just shit for football. I, I've said this in a previous podcast. Maybe one day I'd be willing to accept it um, when it becomes so commonplace. You know, and I'd be honest, like, if it does become commonplace and it gets relocated to Melbourne, you know, Victoria bids for the grand final. If that just becomes the status quo, there's certainly so much resistance that's in me, I'll be honest. So, mm-hmm. if it becomes the status quo, and it was in Victoria, for example, like... I would probably go as a neutral, like if it was in Victor, like if it became established, and the tide turned, I'd probably go as a neutral, if I could get tickets, because I'd want to see like if like you know I I'd want to see like the highest quality game of the year in person for a reasonable price, and so there's no there's just no just just no winners like the resentment's gonna it's gonna either just fade to obscurity this idea or the resentment will just die down long enough it becomes a status quo. And well, I mean, look, I Danny, Townsend, Danny Townsend looks at the fact that 26,000 people were there and he thinks that's a success. I don't think it's 26,000 people, though, because um, yeah. that's the official number. It is especially br- I want to take over here. It is especially brutal that we in both gendered codes, um, we do get the same scenario of a Victorian team losing to a New South Wales team in supposedly neutral territory. 
So it yeah, just but... it just exposes the issue much more than you know that, we could have ever yeah, expected. Just quickly with the crowd figure, what I was just going to wrap up is. I've watched games like Sydney Derbies at Combank Stadium and they say like it's a new record. Like they said they had 29,000 out of 30,000 there once. And the colours of... This is just like a silly observation. The colours of the seats make it look like you can't tell if it's a seat or a person. Uh-huh. So so it's it's like the gabbers like that too. So it... Because it, like everyone wears jackets and stuff like dark colours and the seats are dark grey. You can't tell. So... But they, definitely... they, they check the numbers by how many people have like checked, scanned their tickets. Oh, no, not, not no, by but counting I'm saying like, it looks... <laughs> oh, it, I'm just saying it looks empty when you watch on TV, even though they say it's like 26,000. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? No, of course. I mean, the like, atmosphere they're... in the grand final was good. Like, the Central Coast fans were getting into it. Obviously, yeah. I mean, their team is, the team is fucking yeah. killing it, so you, you would. They, they would have brought that atmosphere too if they travelled down to Melbourne. Yeah, they would have. And also, it's unfair home advantage to them. They shipped the sauce bottles to Parramatta. <laughs> well, that, that's why <laughs> they were. To begin with, they let them bring the sauce bottles down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. Unbelievable. Um, but Matthew Lucky came out and said that, look, we knew um, that we were going to play away. We played plenty of games away this season and got a win, so it's not an excuse, especially not for having conceded six goals. Mm. So, yeah, pretty on point. I also saw a guy on, on Twitter, at uh, Giddy Up Club, say, not supporting the A-League anymore. I'm off to the AFL, where they know how to host a grand final. Um, huh. The AFL, of course, having hosted the granny in one city forever. <laughs> not really. So, uh, okay, also, I might mean, um, want to fact check on this, but I don't think Melbourne City won a game in Sydney all year. Well, that'd yeah, be unfortunate. I think you're right there, actually. Nah, we had I'm a couple of sure draws. I'm not too sure about the coast. We lost. I don't think they bet the coast. No, we, um, we drew either. to Central Coast, drew to Western Sydney. Did we beat Newey? Surely you beat MacArthur and MacArthur at some point in time. No, we, we drew to MacArthur, yeah. we choked. We smashed Jesus them Christ. Yeah. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. did we beat Newey? Uh, Newey. I think we might have beat Newcastle, actually, yeah. But we it's lost to really Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, definitely didn't win in Sydney. Bit stiff, um,. Scott Jamison not getting a, not even getting a no. sub. Yeah, very stiff. I thought he should have got. Like, it. Surely the game was done I and done. I sort of felt bad for him, but then I remembered he started shit before the game, so I was like, nah, fuck him. Nah, the comments he made before the game was so stupid. Um, what did you say before the game? Which comments? All the all the interviews on his A League's All Access last week. He just, it, you know, talking about the the difference in money and look. The fact is, like the Melbourne City are the richest club in in the league, and Central Coast are one of the poorest. So that. It does matter. Um, and I wanted to actually make this comparison. So I saw a little photo, right, of a little compare the pair between Marco Tilio and Marco Tullio, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very similar Oi. players. Uh, this is good stuff. They've both played 28 games. They've uh, both played about 2,000 minutes. They've both scored 10 goals. Tilio has five assists. Tullio has four. And Tilio has about 300 more touches compared to Marco Tullio. So... Very similar. And I just wanted to play a little game of uh, pick a player. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little direct comparison between five Melbourne City players and five Central Coast players. I want you guys to pick which guy you would want in your team. Obviously, removing all bias, so you Melbourne City fans can't be biased. Damn it. Purely on talent, all right? All right. Are you ready? Let's do it. Do you, would you pick Marco Tilio or Marco Tulio? Yeah, Tilio for me. Tilio. Yeah, Tilio. 
Is that Triple Tilio? Indeed. Yes. Oh, all right. Unless, unless one of us mispronounced, but... No, no, it's all right. Triple Tilio. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, Jamie McLaren or Jason Cummings? Ooh, McLaren. Uh, yeah, McLaren for me too. Come dog. Ooh. Come dog. Come dog. Come. Jamie McLaren's just getting the easy bag, getting to live in, in Melbourne. Come dog's too much of a maverick. He's off to India, son. Yeah, he's making the he's getting the bag. He got his job done before he did that, I'll tell you that for free. Alright, number three. Valon Barisha or Joshi Nisbet? Joshi Nisbet. Nisbet. Yeah, Nisbet as well. Oh, triple Nisbet. Sorry, Valon. Love you, mate. Didn't expect. What about uh, Richie Van der Ven versus Joshi Nisbet? Richie. Oh. Richie Richie can support Van der Ven. Josh Nisbet. Interesting, not, interesting. I like this. Oh, a little, little split the wall there. That's good. All right, uh, Brian Caltech or Thomas Lamb? Uh, Lamb. Caltech. Caltech. Naughty boy. Naughty boy. I think this will be too naughty. Naughty boy. Too naughty, <laughs> <laughs> naughty, boy, yeah. naughty boys. Uh, Danny Vukovic or Tommy Glover? Glover. 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 Yeah, triple gloves. All right, good stuff. I enjoyed fun. that. And I, I think um, just, you know, we, we've kind of talked about the crowd. We've talked about Melbourne City and, and what went wrong. Let's kind of th- show some love to Central Coast for a little bit. And specifically, the Cum Dog Millionaire, as he's been so dubbed. Cum Dog Oh, it's a terrible nickname. <laughs> but, I mean, look, the, the, the Mariners, it's pretty awesome uh, what they've done. Jason Cummings, he's broken the Central Coast seasonal record for goals with a Hattie in the grand final to reach 20 in total. If you don't mind. You guys are all Melbourne City fans, but, like, is it kind of nice to see a Central Coast? Like, okay. Well, Obviously, just removing that love for Melbourne City. Like, is this a team that you kind of like to see succeeding? Yeah, I'd rather them than a lot of other teams. Like, you know, uh, it's been 10 years since their last one, so... I don't feel so bad that it was against them, you know, compared to, say, if it was, like, a Sydney FC or Melbourne Victory or one of those bigger clubs. So, yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm happy for them, but, yeah, just wish it wasn't against us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 about, I'm around about the same. Uh, it's just, Yeah, good to see um, the Mariners kind of have a bit of success. I know they've been through the wars a bit in the last 10 years uh so it's good for their fans obviously and i mean i'm not going to begrudge the fans for coming out to support their team who haven't had a lot of success so um you know they didn't make the decision it was um out of their hands so they they just came to support their team and they've uh seen their their um heroes um yeah, come away with the bag, so... Yeah, fuck yep. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll ask Pretty you shit um, the bag. second... doesn't look like that. doesn't look like it can hold much. It looks like it's got a giant hole in the middle. What? <laughs> bag. Oh, because it's like oh. a toilet seat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, okay, not, yeah, it's yeah, not, right. It's not like the like Australia's <laughs> cup, you know, like you can take <laughs> the lid yeah, off yeah. and, you know... You can't drink champagne out of it. Wrap, it. wrap a bag around it and then just, like, you know, you can chuck stuff in it. I reckon, I reckon you play. I reckon come, you could play a sick game of um, Goon of Fortune with it, though. Yeah, you know those bins you sometimes see around the city where there's, there's just the bag. <laughs> what? You could just wrap the wrap, like stick the bag around, 
Um, the seafood the, the bins. Seat. Yeah, and then... Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like at train stations, yeah. The seafood bins to deter... Recycle. That, to deter people from putting bombs in them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Is that true, what it's yeah. for? Because so, then everyone can see there's a bomb in the bin. Yeah. Yeah, that's foolproof. <laughs> We're losing Yeah, well, absolutely losing <laughs> This is fantastic. This is okay, be... Davo, second, second burning question of the night. This is for you. All right. You, have you seen all the videos of Jason Cummings' celebration? I have, yeah. Yes? All right. Which is your favourite cum dog moment? Uh, I think the one with the, uh, the two beers on Harry <laughs> the two beers? Um, Instagram story. Just like... Yeah, pretty he much. He doesn't drink any of that beer. Epitomizes the cum dog to a T. You know, <laughs> brings back the wrestler yes. bloody um, vibes from his hips days. You know, classic. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Right? And just yeah, it's just brilliant classic uh, cum dog, and um, yeah, I'm sure everyone's gonna miss miss that those shenanigans when he uh, eventually leaves, but uh, hopefully. Um, we see him one day again, uh, continuing uh, his uh, shenanigans. Well, for the Socceroos, perchance. Exactly. Uh, but you're right. Uh, not all celebrations. We will have some departures. We've mentioned Cummings is off to India. Scotty Jamison has played his last game. But there are some other ones to talk about as well, guys. This is a big one. We've already got a bit emotional so far today. I can I can sense the energies down, and it might get worse because Ruben Zadkovic has resigned from Perth Glory. I'm done. Yep. I'm done. I don't want <laughs> anything more to do with the A-League. All right. Sell the grand final away. Serious question. Okay, whatever. Serious question, though. But if Zadkovic does not get another job, do we even yeah. bother returning for season two of the four-man more? <laughs> I reckon we get him on as a guest panellist. Well, no, apparently he's, he's resigned to pursue opportunities elsewhere. That so I assume he's got a job lined up. Encrypted message. Who, who, who's a NPL club that plays at Macedonia Park? Sterling. <laughs> Macedonia. Sterling Macedonia. Sign him up. I heard. I heard. Um. I heard there's some backroom staff opportunities at Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm not having that. Just, can you imagine Ruben Zadkovic? <laughs> I just I mentioned Ruben Zadkovic and like Richarlison. <laughs> oh my god! They're getting into wrestling fights in the middle of a game. Like Richarlison <laughs> doing his buddy pigeon dance and Zadkovic just two footing. <laughs> I would love to see that. No, oh Jesus Christ! But regardless, this brings us to splitting the wall. It's a simple concept. Two guys get 60 seconds each to argue a case. One side of a single question. Um, I believe Andy won last week. Am I right? Uh, yes, I believe you are correct. Ah, reigning champion Gib Gib. Fantastic. Indeed. All right. He's going to be is challenged the, by Damo today. This is the premiership. This is the premiership. Yeah, exactly. This is, you can focus on this win if you, you, you get this one, all right? Jeez. Oh, that's bullshit. Solid. I'm the reigning champion. Nah, mate. Yeah. I won last week. I think... 
Yeah, no, nah, yeah, Andy won, I think. Damo, you're shit at this, so strap yourself. <laughs> I, I am. I, Damo won his first ever try, and he hasn't won since. So. Oh, I haven't like, looked back. No. All right, it's a, it's a simple question. Including one dismal one. <laughs> I was bad, yes. It's a, it's a very simple uh, question. All right, where are we, where are we, where are we? Yes. <clears throat> it's disappointing, obviously, that Zakovic is gone. Um, he did kind of say he would want to... You know, build this club over the over, over a long period of time, but he's gone halfway through his contract. Regardless, the question is: Do we think Perth are better off without Ruben Zadkovic? Uh, Andy, cool. as the reigning champ, you get to pick your side of the argument first. Damo, I will reiterate: you have to argue the opposite side of the argument that Andy picks. Okay. Good. Yep. You got that covered. We know the rules by now. Fantastic. It's a sixty seconds each situation. Andy, have you picked a side? I have. All right. I am going to argue that Perth Glory will be better off without ah, I love it. That's the spirit, Gibbo. <laughs> Get into it, lad. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. Here we go. Probably not going to need the whole 60 seconds here because I uh, don't know that much about Zadkovic, but we'll, we'll give it a go. So, uh, yeah, Perth Glory will definitely be better off without Zadkovic next year and in the future. Uh, I think he his uh, win percentage was quite dismal in his time at the club. Uh, I found a statistic, uh, a win percentage of 22.22%, lower only than Ron Smith um, in Perth Glory's history. Don't know who Ron Smith is, but sounds like a spud. Anyway, uh, and obviously the players are going to be better off without him uh, punching people and uh, coming in two legs at him. So there's going to be more team harmony it's next year. It's an alleged year. punch. Alleged punch, yeah. Sorry, alleged. Yeah, we don't want any legal battles. Uh, so, yeah, more team harmony, more wins, because surely you can't get any lower than that. Uh, and obviously he knew his time was up because he resigned a year early from his contract. Time. So where's the Perfect time, Andy. <laughs> nice. That was yeah, good. I was big. rambling a bit there. Had nah, to that it. was that was good. He's he's come home strong with that, Damo. You better be ready, all right? You've had you've had yeah. some time. You have, you're Team Zadkovic for this one, okay? I am Team Zadkovic. <laughs> As always, yeah, you're right at home, mate. Oh, Team Zadkovic. Should have picked the other way. Uh, Damo's got a woman. Yeah. Okay, all right. Ready, ready, Damo. You gotta play it tactically sometimes, Andrew. Three, oh, no. two, one, go, Damo. Well, I for one can't wait to see what, or couldn't wait to see what uh, Ruben Zadkovic could have done with another season. Um, so, I actually think that his approach to punching his allegedly, uh, <laughs> honestly, allegedly or not, is an incredible way to improve team harmony and. Um, <laughs> all uh, relationships throughout the team. So, I actually think that um, Zadkovic is a better option if he could have stayed another year. Is that it? Because he punches his... (laughs) Allegedly punches... (laughs) He plays. That's time, that's time, that's time. You didn't want to like bring up you know, the youth he's brought in, like Zimmerino or something? Or the Patty? Kolokowski. You know, not like the rise of Keegan Yelichich or anything like that? No, 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 no. 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 Because. 
because he punches his, you know, he allegedly, or not. That is build team cohesion. terrible at this, mate. I don't know what. He's literally improved Perth glory out of oh, sight. Look, at the end of the day, look, it's, it's Nick's decision. Nick, who do you think came home with that one there, with that split the wall? I um, wasn't really paying attention. Who argued in favour of um, Ruben Zadifuk? Oh, so that's not how it works! Me! Damo wins! No! That's not how it works! This is... He had real tenacity in yes, his argument. It does! He really punched a chord with me. Um, <laughs> he was really punching above his weight. Andy mentioned, mentioned Ron Smith. Punch. And I don't think Andy even knows who Ron Smith is. No, he said that specifically. Yeah. No one cares, though. That's the thing. I think... and. Having someone who punt can allegedly punch their own players and get away with it for a season. I, I just want to say... That is... And, Andy, you, you mentioned his one-year uh, record. Mate, like, you know, it's a long-term project for the Zadball, you know? And he cut, cut loose early. We've yeah, got to keep him. can only go off what we've He's been dished up building so that. The culture. Culture. The boxing culture <laughs> in the team, you know? Do you reckon Zadkovich is a southpaw? Uh, is it what? <laughs> no, he's not. Can't bring I'm a southpaw. <laughs> southpaw. <laughs> I'm southpaw. They don't want to fart me. I'm a southpaw. That's a terrible, terrible effort. At that goddamn accent. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, I think I think that's bring that. Ah, uh, I can't. Who won? Damo won. Damo won. Me. Damo won. What According to Nick. You get a vote. You get a uh, vote, Sean. No, I don't. Nah. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just, just the conduit. Right, I'm the vessel. I feel. I feel how, how do you feel about um, the off-topic question? Shirley is one for fifty-five in the cricket at the moment. David Warner thirty-eight. How do we feel about David Warner starting for the next five Ashes Test matches? Question: Who would win a boxing fight, David Warner or Ruben Zadkovic? Zadkovic. Zad. Yeah, Zad could beat almost anyone. Yeah, fair dues. Fair, fair That's probably the opportunity he's he's looking for. He's going into the ring. Maybe he's joining WWE. Who knows? The big bad maybe, Zad. Maybe that's. They did say he's pursuing opportunities elsewhere. He did, so he did they indeed. never said football related. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I think Zadkovich is going to be hired to be my local plumber. <laughs> he looks like he could be a plumber. Right. I also think he also looks a bit. Also, a bit looks a bit like the doctor I went to see the other week. Yeah, all right. It's a Johnny Sins joke. Yeah, no, it's some serious <laughs> tangents here. <laughs> Don't yeah. we need to bring pornography into the podcast, mate. You had to spray at me <laughs> for five minutes last week for, for mentioning my poop, for mentioning my diarrhea, which is a medical situation, and you want to bring pornography into the podcast? Come on, man. Johnny, now is you're the one saying the word, man. I'm making. You're having a laugh. Let's move on to the news, lads. Just a few quick headlines before we get stuck into the big news story dominating the tabloids. Oh, gosh. Um, we're, we're going, oh, yes. All right. This is huge for Damo. We covered the big one. Sorry. This is huge for everyone. All of you guys. Uh, Rapid, oh, Rapid VN yeah. could be interested in a deal for Marco Tilio. You guys heard about this? In a deal rumored to be worth more than Geordie Bob. So Tilio could Ooh. finally be heading overseas. How do we feel about this, fellas? I reckon they'll suit him. Mm. I think playing in the Austrian yeah. league, uh, he, he has the right stature for it. He's tiny, yes. He'll play well there. <laughs> Owo Mobile has had a good 
good six months at Sparta Prague. Revitalised his career a fair bit, yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's a good starting point. So these lower leagues, yeah, the lower leagues where these um, the mid-tier clubs, one's kind of vying for Europa League. The or, Conference League. Uh, conference League places. These are the types of clubs that you want to be going to when you first go overseas. And obviously Rapid Vienna, like, brilliant place, obviously, to go and live. Like, Vienna is a, one of the beautiful cities. So no, good chocolate out there, like... Good chocolate. What? Yeah, they're good. Oh, chocolate. They got good chocolate. Yeah, so good yeah, for his quality no, of life. Exactly. And obviously, football on top of that, you obviously play your, your best football when you're comfortable and happy uh, where you are. So, yeah, I think if if it's true and if it does happen, that, that, that is an incredible move. Obviously, he still gets what to expose himself to... Um, Red Bull Salzburg and shit, obviously a uh, greater window. Nick, mate, what are you talking uh, about? Nick is... Uh, <laughs> side oh, she's howling. She's howling really loudly out bit there. fascinated. Yeah, that's no, windy, bro. I've been having... I've got like a whistle at my front door this entire time. It's really um, annoying. Yeah, no. Shit's starting to lift up the balcony. Uh, yeah, I, I like your comment, Damo, about, uh, you know, living in Vienna. I mean, I, I don't mean to like disparage anywhere else in Europe. Like... But for, for for those kind of leagues outside of the top seven European leagues, you know, like your Swedish leagues, your Norwegian leagues, etc., you'd probably like rather be in Vienna all year round than you know, like, um, London. oh, not London, but you know, like, yeah, yeah or like you know, yeah. somewhere in somewhere in you know a regional center yeah, in England, right. like in the second second or third tier, or you know, like a a Gothenburg, you know, um, y- you know, or like Sweden's third biggest city, um. I, that's not, sorry. I just yeah. I'm just saying generally like the second or third city in Sweden. I'm sure yeah. it's lovely, um, but you know, Vienna is like a pretty cultural icon. And if he yeah, if he does play well there, there's always the um yeah the uh, potential to move to one of the bigger teams in Austria, i.e. yeah Red Bull Salzburg, or even it opens him up to the Bundesliga. Yep, absolutely it does over the border. So. Um, honestly, Wrexham. yeah, more Australian players definitely <laughs> need to be um, taking the leaf out of that book, the the, the Jordan Boss yep. book, and um, moving to these leagues where they're, they're actually valued mm. and the team that buy them are actually investing definitely, in them for yeah. the long run. Um, and not just um, Newcastle United buying... Garen Quall just because he could And be, they're paying good fees too uh, for the A-League. Garing's a unique situation, but yes. That's right, and they knew that he was just brimming, like, he was on the cusp of breaking into Central Coast. Or oh, Jake Bremer. First team. I su- well, yeah, <laughs> no. He was on the cusp of properly breaking out. So they've essentially poached him just before they thought, oh, no, he could actually be a good player in two years' time with solid first-name football. They've poached him before yeah. he could do that. So Marco Tilio, Jordan Boss, um, they've kind of had that time to develop, and now the real clubs that actually see some value in them are starting to come and pay some decent fee for someone they actually think can do a job in their first team. Yep. And that's what we want to be doing more as a league than allowing 
someone who's only played 15 games to leave for 400k to one of the biggest clubs in the world. Mm. It just doesn't work. Yeah, well said, Damo. Very well said. Damo's bringing the heat today. He's an abs- I mean, he's somehow one splitting the wall by uh, advocating for violence, and now he's <laughs> dropping some absolute bombs on us. None of none of that was endorsed by me. It was your not. argument. How can it not be endorsed? Yeah, Purely, <laughs> no, no. That was um, Dangers speaking. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was his alter. <laughs> that Dangers, was alter ego Dangers, Dangers coming out. <laughs> oh, my God. For those who don't know, Dangers is uh, Damo's name on Discord for some apparent reason. We love it. Uh, some other little quick headlines. We've got um, John Iredale's being promoted to Bundesliga 2 with SV Wehen Wiesbaden. Uh, Tom Beedling has re-signed for two years with Western Sydney. Melbourne City are allegedly interested in Alessandro Lopane and Terry Antonio. Lopane. Lopane. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lopane. Sounds like a bread. That's great. It is. It is. The bread. <laughs> He's a bread, yeah. He's a, He's a bread boy. He's a big bread boy. <laughs> Hopefully he can bring some city. good bread to Melbourne City. Um, I mean, Andy doesn't even know who Terry Antonis is, but Nick, do you think uh, Terry <laughs> Antonis could be a good signing for I Melbourne City? I think he'd be a class signing if he can get back to oh. his Melbourne victory form. Yeah. How old is he? I think Melbourne City would be the ideal place for him to... I Google it. No, yeah, no yeah. older than Matt Leckie. He's old, 30. Oh. Yeah, but oh, like, it's the A-League. Like, you can get some form back into him, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, absolutely, right, yeah. yeah fuck. If he can stay fit. Which is was his concern at uh, Western Sydney? Fitness uh, okay. is ideal. Can and Rudan. Well. Oh, big Rudes, big Rudes. Um, we also have the Swindon Town owner Clem Morfuni looking to set up an academy in Australia, which can only help development of younger players. And I think the really big story that we need to really break down here, um, this is a banger. So the Golden Valley Suns Football Club are into the round of 32 in the Australia Cup by beating Hume City. Damo. How huge is this, brother? Uh, for for football in regional centres such as Shepparton, uh, obviously this is a huge uh, achievement. Um, if by some miracle we do happen to draw an ALA team, that would be absolutely bonkers because um, I don't think John McEwen Reserve would be able to contain <laughs> the excitement. Um but I think we saw with um obviously hosting the uh the under seventeen kind of um qualifiers in Shepparton that we obviously have the um have the passion to uh, host um football events and we as um we see seen with the quals coming through and um also um Neuenhuizen at Melbourne City uh and also uh, with former um. Melbourne City product and current Adelaide Crows player, bloody, uh, um, off his name's just bloody. I would never clue, man. What AFL? This isn't an AFL uh, podcast. Uh, Josh Rochelle. Oh Rochelle, yeah, I know the bloke. Uh, yep, yep, yep. At uh, 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 JV Suns. So, um, we have good. There is some good pedigree down here, uh, up here rather, and um, yeah, this is a, uh, I think, a bit of reward for um. Yeah, having having some some good uh, few years uh, with uh, youth um, development and just investing in the game. So uh, I think that just shows the uh, yeah the the re- rewards for doing that, and um, hopefully we can get um, 
into the next round. Hell's fucking yeah. Huge for GVSFC. No Tatura Rovers. Nah, no Tatura Ibis. Oh, Ibis. We got knocked, got knocked out in probably the first round, I think. Actually, how are the Rochdale Rovers going? Hold on. Australia Cup. Let's have a look at the round of 32. Let's have a little look-see. But the big story we want to talk about, of course, is Ange Postacoglu now. Yes, um, of course. Um, I thought you were alluding to, but... Uh, yeah, no, I had to do a little, little uh, dirty on your brother. Yeah, yeah, just didn't see that one coming. I didn't really but, think it was that big, but yeah. Nah, okay. if I get humongous. <laughs> but obviously, so, Antoine Cogler, we've talked about this all season. He's been linked with jobs like Leicester, West Ham, uh, Leeds, but then uh, Chelsea even for a little bit. But it turns out he's going to go be the head coach of the Tottenham Hotspur, Tottenham Hotspurs, whatever. Tottenham, Pop, huge club. A top club in England. They were in the Champions League final, what, just a few years ago. Hit some hard times. This is pretty huge. But also, you know, Harry Kane is kind of on the way out. They've got a bit of a mix of a squad. It's going to be a big job. And I've got a bit of a burning question here for you, Nick. Has Ange picked up a poison chalice with Tottenham? Uh, poison get get your Euro snob on, mate. Let's go. <laughs> All right, mate. I've got a support three teams in Europe. Man City, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and sometimes Paris Saint-Germain. Um, okay. I love the okay. EP. I love... Awesome. <laughs> um, Can't name one A-League player. Del Piero still play? <laughs> I fucking love Nani, man. He's my favourite. Oh, you see that... Sorry, sidetrack. You see that post, Melbourne, the key Papa or the A-Leagues was posting about... Posting, like, a little highlight clip of the... Um, of the round one Sydney victory game and they'll like that Nani assist with a draw emoji. That it's just like, right, right he, that's like, he, he did nothing. That, that was like, the like, like, Man's just taken a free ride and the bloody A-Leagues are just fucking, oh, yes. Bro, he, 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 <laughs> it's a paid holiday, mate. he took that bag and he had a laugh, you know? Absolutely. Um, and think, then he shows up on the bloody FA Cup. I would yeah, like to go back to the burning question. <laughs> I think it's not a poison chalice. I think it's a very challenging job, but it's not a poison chalice. Tottenham has bottomed out, in my opinion. I think if you're a world-class... Not saying Ange isn't a world-class manager, but if you're a, if you're a European trophy pedigree manager, it's a poison chalice because you're not going to... Like, your Jose Mourinho's, Antonio Conte's are, are serial winners and they go to sides with serial winning mentality. Ange Postacoglu mm. rocked up at Brisbane Royal and they hadn't won anything yet, you know. Got them yeah. clicking a beautifully Rossalona. And I've Yes sir. And, and and Ange also, you know, got Yokohama F Marinos their first title in twenty, thirty years. You know? Yep. He 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 comes he comes to teams, of course, you know, he, he pushed he you got Australia the Asian Cup, you know, one of our first... It depends how you rank the Oceania um, titles, but our first major piece of silverware for the Socceroos and also pushed us against the two previous World Cup um, finalists. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's going to be a great And he, he brought Celtic back to the top, of course. Yeah, and, and, and you know, it, it, it reminds me of Mauricio Pochettino's appointment, you know. You know, he's going to get, he's going to get some room to work with um, he either gets to keep Harry Kane or he gets to redistribute um, his earnings from Harry Kane. 
He's gonna. Mm-hmm. I reckon it's a fantastic opportunity. He's gonna have a lot of great players behind him. You know, he's he's a fantastic coach, and now he's gonna get even more resources. I think it's it's great for his career development. Yeah. It's gonna be a challenge, Absolutely. but if he doesn't take it, or what, you only get that opportunity once. Doesn't yeah. matter if it's a poison chalice or not. You're not gonna say no to like managing in the EPL, and like, what's the worst that'll come out of it? Like he has a shit eight first eight months, um, yeah. gets a sack. <laughs> Um, gets the sack and then like what probably you would probably be able to like you know have a sabbatical and then find a job at you know at Crystal Palace you know a bit later yeah you know like like what's the big deal about it like wouldn't you rather be like if you're going to be managing in the Premier League you're going to have your face with the same opposition anyways if Tottenham such a poison chalice wouldn't you rather have at least at least there's some glimmer of hope their resources might eventually be strong enough to get rid of the Spursy mentality. You it's know? just it's a lot it's a lot of international recognition and pressure for a club that don't necessarily give their coaches a whole lot of support. Well, yeah, well I think they've yeah, as Nick said, they've bottomed out. So Daniel Levi's obviously seen and he's he's come out and said that he's been tracking Ange for a long time. So Yeah, but Ange Ange like you know, but like when you have Antonio Antonio Conte and Jose Mourinho come to your club, they have expectations that you're gonna get you're gonna get all these major signings. Jose Mourinho's yeah. first year at Man but United, that, yeah. they brought in Zlatan Ibrahimovic on a free, and they um, broke um, at the time the world transfer record for uh, Paul Pogba. Nothing like <laughs> no, no good think... after that, but you know, like statement purchases. Jose Mourinho comes to Tottenham. He doesn't get the same support. And same with, you know, at least like, you know, at least like... But, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. But um, what they are, they're statement signings, but they're managers. They're not someone that you can invest in, you know. They're there to do the job, to get wins. And if that, that means also buying players, but they're... The owners got them in to do a job, and that is purely to win. They probably don't care that they need to spend money to actually get the players to be able to do that. And I think with Andrew's appointment, they're investing in someone who knows how to come in and build up a club. Do do more scratch. with less. Yeah, do more That's with less. That's what I'm trying to say. He can do more with less. Um, you know, As he did with Celtic when he came in. They were a shambles, even though they'd won bloody... Nine trophies in a row. They were <laughs> as their fans. Oh no, like we we oh, we didn't win the title in one season. Oh no, it's all um, falling I'm, apart. Honestly, some of the most bloody childish fans in Scotland. It's bloody ridiculous. Um, it's even now, they're, they're sucking now that he's just left them in the lurch. I'm calling um, it now. At the first opportunity. I'm calling it now. Tottenham will win some sort of silverware. Yeah, I. I but th- there year. is, there is, there is this trend like when There's he always first. always the league cup. Is all I'm saying. When he first kind of joined the team, it does take him a while to implement his system, and I just I don't yeah. know if like Premier League fans with the with the way the but current climate is. But they've offered him a four year. Contract. They offered Graham Potter a four year deal as well. So I think. Healthy. I think. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I think different owners. Yeah, you I, think, so. I think Tottenham is better than Chelsea. I reckon if you went to Chelsea, I'd say poison Chelsea yeah. straight away because yeah. Chelsea, like, the thing is, like, Chelsea go up and down violently some years 
but whereas mm. Tottenham's kind of like they can yeah <clears throat> second second third fourth and then like six or seventh and then they're like fourth again and then they'll maybe be ninth but they're not like yo-yoing between like third and twelfth. But you say that remember when Tottenham hired Nuno Espirito Santo and then fired him within a month? Yeah. Like this isn't it's not it's not perfect. But well, I, I, I do don't hope think he, he was the, I don't think he was the right long term manager. Mm. Whereas you, you think you think Ange can get the um the dressing room on his side? Oh absolutely. You you've seen with all his teams he's been to that mm. players will literally run through brick walls for him. Do you think he keeps Harry Kane? Do you think he can convince him to stay? I, I don't think he can, but if he does, like, obviously, what a fucking awesome well, striker to have. No, because Harry Kane will probably go to um, probably go to Real Madrid, you'd think. Yeah. Unless, that is the, obviously, that is he gets that um, 80 million or whatever Benzema's left to spend on his players. So, yes. obviously, that does give him that uh, um, bonus. So, yeah, look, I just think he... Starts by Tommy, laying Tommy. down some ground rules, um, telling the players what he expects of them, as he did at Celtic, getting everyone on side. Those that don't want to, piss them off. I can and get players in who will play his um, his style. Son Hung Min, absolutely. He's going to um, be so good in that. In like, oh, he will absolutely be a. And Incredible like Son Heung Min would have like the respect for Ange too, like you know, exactly played yeah. against him, you know, played against his side in the Asian Cup final and the eight, and and the group stage for that same tournament. But and I, I just think this is a match made in heaven. Like you've got someone who's not expected to do well at a club who's not really expected to do well. If they can somehow glue together and somehow a, some sort of reaction comes from that, this could. I never, you never know where this could go. And I'm, I'm just bloody strapped in. I might even... He's strapped in! Yeah! I'm going to bloody get my Optus bloody sport package. For <laughs> <laughs> $20 on my bloody phone bill, so... Saturday, on a sun... I'm only going to be in London for one Sunday, realistically, when they're going to have a Prem game. I'm hoping Tottenham play on that Sunday. I'm going to be yeah, there for Big Ange. Um, this is the thing, like, Tottenham are going to get a whole lot of Australian support through this, of course. Oh, it's going to be like, yeah. it's going to be the equivalent of like when Mark, was it Mark Faduka? Mark Faduka playing for Leeds. Yes, yeah. of course. And, and, and there are still yeah. players yeah. who grow up Leeds Harry fans Kiel to this playing day. for Liverpool. Yeah. You know? yes. In like 10 years' time, everyone will just be But with all due respect to, uh, um, like, having Aussies at these big clubs give so many supporters for their clubs. With all due respect to Aaron Moy and Matt Ryan, it doesn't same, have the same pool when they played for Brighton and Huddersfield. Brighton. Like, yeah. it, you know, imagine if Grand Coyle made himself a name at Newcastle. Like, it would be... I don't think that will happen, think by the way. I think he'll get lined once. out to oblivion and then sold. Because um, <laughs> They need uh, to become a star morbid. to be able to... For that sort of following to happen exactly. like Mark and Ange, or... Ange is coming in as a star I don't know if you guys saw the Pep Guardiola interview which one? yeah yeah Pep, Pep Guardiola, Guardiola was asked ah, about it knows him. that he's a good coach really? obviously yes yes, yes. he does well because Yokohama is part of the city group right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, true. yeah but you think about it like you think about it if Ange Postacoglu gets Tottenham to a reasonable sixth place position there's only five other managers. Like you just got to think of it as an achievement. There's only five other managers that in the EPL system 
that have outperformed his side. And you'd assume that'd be like Pep Guardiola, uh, Eric, uh, what's Manchester United manager? Ten Hag. Ten Hag. Eric Ten Hag. Probably Mikel Arteta, Klopp. And Klopp, yeah. Um, and Eddie Howe. Yeah. And, well, I mean, Pochettino yeah. at Chelsea now as well is going to be a challenge. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you know, look, the thing yeah. is, it's, it's a competitive league, it but I am excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Super It's excited. no Serie It's... Yes. So it is no how, how competitive? How competitive is it? EPL is the Farmers League, anyway. It's the same same team from the working class city always wins. I'm not, I'm not getting. I'm not getting into this debate right yeah. now, Nicholas. But that's some good shout. We're keen for Ange Postecoglou at Tottenham. This is huge. But I believe we've got it some Socceroos to talk about. Yes. Yeah. Andy, this is all you, brother. We kind of started this last week, but now that the actual squad has been announced, mm. we're going to keep up the segment, yay or nay. Are you, are you excited? Oh, absolutely, mate. Yeah. I yeah. just want you to... <laughs> All right, Damo. Thanks, mate. Good stuff. Damo's excited. Uh, yeah, Damo's in, he's into it. You should have heard him before the podcast today. He was like, fuck yeah, I'm energized. I'm up and about. <laughs> I had a focaccia at my nonnas. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. What's in those focaccias? Yes. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Unmentionable. <laughs> oh, spicy olives, brother. Spicy. But uh, I want you to get up the Socceroos squad to play Argentina on June fifteenth, and simply run them through, run through the names, and give me a yay or nay whether you think this is the right squad that Graham Arnold has picked. Yeah, mate. Yeah, nah, nah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, nah, nah, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nah, nah. Yeah, nah, nah. Nah. If... nah. What do you mean, yeah, nah? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. All right. I do have the squad up in front of me here, so we'll start at the back. Um, three keepers, we've got Joe Gauchi, Tommy Glover, and Matty Ryan. Uh, I, I do like this uh, this selection, so it's a, it's a big yay for me. Uh, mm. You know, Redmayne and Vukovic, obviously our other World Cup goalkeepers, they missed out. Maybe a bit stiff for them, but they are both getting, uh, getting on, and it is probably time to look to the future now. Um, you know, since we've started our, our next campaign since the last World Cup. Uh, it's a new chapter, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, congrats to, to Tommy Glover. It's his first call up, uh, and Gauchi's second, I believe. Deserved. So yeah, well deserved from both of them, and it'll be a great experience for them going over to uh, China with with the squad, and um, you know potentially with any luck, maybe getting some time against. Uh, against okay, we don't need to congratulate every single player, Andy. Let's keep it running. <laughs> oh, sorry, keep it moving. Uh, into the <laughs> defenders, we got Atkinson, uh, Jordy Boss. Uh, Sakadi, as Tishan mentioned, uh, Joel King, Kai Riles, Harry Sutar, uh, Gianni Stensness, and Ryan Strain. Nice. Uh, yeah, I do like this uh, this selection as well. I'll go a yay. Won't go too much detail uh, further, but yeah, there's no there's no names that I can think of that haven't been selected that I would have put in. So. Think no, no big surprise. Big there. Alessandro Sicardi fan? Uh, to be honest, I don't know him. So, <laughs> I'll, uh, Damo, Damo, Damo. You know, you know who Sicardi is, surely. Yeah, Damo, Shir- go on. Shirkati, yeah. Oh, sorry. What was that again? Shirkati. Okay. Beautiful. <laughs> that was <not> okay. <laughs> that was really good. I like that. That was what? nice. That's good pronunciation. Yeah, but he's like he's like a guy who could have picked Italy or Australia. Yeah. I mean, he- Oh Never yeah. Really on the, he's playing in Serie B, so. I mean, yeah, if you're a standout player in Serie B, which he's probably not, like a centre back. Okay. Um, I think this <laughs> is right. actually yeah, a good decision from him because um, 
obviously playing for a country, your country is um big thing and obviously bodes well for your your resume when you're um, developing as a player and um, yeah I, 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 um, I, I sort of knew in, in the back of my mind that he was going to commit to Australia but uh, I think he with him committing also possibly brings the uh, potential of uh, Volpato committing too so um, yeah, very exciting times ahead, and those who still hold on to a grudge for an 18-year-old bloody posting a Snapchat that was only meant for his mates, um, <laughs> holding a grudge against an 18-year-old, uh, get a life, grow up, <laughs> get a job. Get a life, grow up, get a that's job. The, that's the most vicious I've heard Damo B, I think. That was ice cold, mate. Bloody hell. I'm sure. All right, touch grass, brother. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Andy, keep it going. Right. Doing well so far. Into the, into Love the mids. Um, so we've got Keanu Backus, Cammy Devlin, Dennis John Rowe, Aidan Shrustich, Riley McGree, Connor Metcalf, Aidan O'Neill, and Alex Robertson. Fairly stacked midfield here, although uh, big name missing is Jackson Irvine. I believe he must be injured at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, he so, is. Okay, yeah. And so is Moy. Yeah. Yes. Um, but other with though, considering those big names out, I actually don't mind this. Uh, it's good to see Alex Robertson get another call up. Uh, I liked what I saw from him um, in that first game against Ecuador a couple of months ago. Um, I, th- I liked his little cameo. Um, but yeah, considering the injuries we've got, um, I don't think you can improve that too much more. Um, into the forwards now, uh, only four names surprisingly, um, but they are Brandon Borello, Mitch Duke. Matt Leckie and Jamie McLaren. Mm. Um, a little bit surprised not to see Cummings in this lineup. Uh, he's allegedly injured as well, injured, so basically yeah. he's hung over. Is yeah, this he's year. in Bali right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bang- <laughs> maybe in, or maybe he's in Bangkok. Yeah, yeah. So he's it's not bang- injured yet, but they're anticipating that he <laughs> he's, will injure himself in his celebration. Yeah, he's at Revs. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Craig Goodwin also Yeah, yeah, Craig injured. Goodwin, that was the other one. Yeah, where's uh, where's his call-up? He, he won the yeah. Tony Warren medal. Injured. Uh, oh, is he getting injured an operation done or something, ah, okay. according to Graham Arnold. Right, mm. okay, that explains that one. Where's Garen Quall? Uh, Garen, yeah. and all the uh, underage teams are also playing, so a lot of the people who are saying, uh, where's this, Who? where's this person was the other person actually need to do a bit of research and read articles <laughs> and they might actually find the answer so yeah, marco tilio is in um is in marseille also for the under 20s stuff yeah but yep he's not in the i thought he wasn't yeah. in the squad is this the morris ravello tournament no, well, he, i'm assuming he'd be still traveling over well, we already lost to Qatar in our first game, so going really well, boys. Well, we didn't really lose. Um, we lost to them on penalties oh, without the extra time, so just a bit of a default win. But um, mm. nonetheless, we sh- definitely should have won because we absolutely dominated the game. Dominated the play, mm. yeah. Um, Noel Bodic uh, missed a header from about oh. two yards out. Well, the goalkeeper Shit. saved it, but... Um, should have scored. Definitely should have scored. You no. know, for someone with the word bot in his name, it definitely doesn't have any aim, Bodich. No. no. That's terrible, mate. Good that's, one, Nick. That's our... Yeah, that's, um, that's Nick sliding in. He's got a segment he wants to do and he wants his moment, I reckon. Yeah. So o- I overall, Andy, time. yay or nay for the squad? Um, overall, considering the injuries we've got, yay. 
All right, beautiful. Graham Arnold's doing a good job. And that brings us to the last segment of the day. Uh, we haven't had a peak moment for a few weeks now. Nick's been taking a sabbatical. He's been saving them all up for this one. Peak moment of the year. Nick, are you ready, son? Take it away. I've got places to be, man. Some of our listeners. My ass, yeah, places to be. <laughs> this segment, as I said in the pre-match, in pre-podcast meeting, deserves its respect. And today is with great honour in this black tie form low event that I present to you the finalist for the peak A-League moment of the year. It has been a great year of peakness, troughs. And peaks as well. Clips, peaks, (laughs) valleys and mountains and peak A-League moments, peak A-League time capsules. Peak A League areas. PK A Liga. Momento. A Liga Momento Maximo. That's enough of that. Get the hell up have we got. Get into it. It's a midnight. Nominee number one. The alleged punch up between Ruben Zadkovic and Coley from Perth Glory. It's a legend. But it's peak because Ruben Zadkovic is a bowler and he brought he revolutionized the A League with his Zad ball earlier in the year at Macedonia Park. Are you putting on a voice for this? Are you putting on like a like a presentation voice? He let his frustrations out at the at Perth Glory administration's decision to leave Macedonia Park, allegedly. (laughs) When Coley said he doesn't even like Giros. <laughs> he much prefers an Amy Park chicken and chips. <laughs> um, so that's nominee number one. Keep that in mind. Nominee number two. It's the one and only. The raising of the F3 trophy Ooh. by Danny Vukovic with the Central Coast Mariners away bay. <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. Simply iconic. <laughs> it's not every day you get to beat that franchise that doesn't even have an owner. Real David versus Goliath stuff. Um, big up Central Coast. Um, and great to do it. Um, you know, um, I'm really looking forward to Destination New South Wales putting in a bid to host the F3 Derby every year. That was great. Third and final nomination for Peak. Peakus Aligus Momentus. That's Aladdin for PK League moment. Sydney FC and Associates for the Bang Average. The Bang Average video compilation and then proceeding to lose the A-League Sydney Derby 4-0. It was quite a Bang Average performance. Bang Average. Bang Average. You know what's Bang Average? Cassini Yangi banging it in, taking his shirt off, <laughs> showing it to the cove. Pretty bang average. 
uh, really committing really to this selling bit. It, yeah. <laughs> really, uh, really so, going. So, lads, do you have those nominations in mind? I want to go around the room. Let's go through them again. I forgot. Oh, you dog. <laughs> so, just to recap, we got the alleged punch-up at Perth Glory oh, yeah. with Ruben Zadkovich. We've got the F3 Derby hoist. And we've got the bang average Sydney Derby moment. Honourable mention. So that's how long it could have taken in the first stage to <laughs> oh, name them all. Said, it, it took you five minutes. It needs the respect. Five minutes. People are listening for the drama of the pod, not for the... Oh, my God. Um, anyways, um, honourable okay. mention to the Adelaide United old codger in the front row that gave... Um, what was that victory guy that got KO'd by the ball and gave him his glasses? Mm. Offered the glasses. Any- yeah, I like that. Yeah, good call. Yeah, good call. Anyway, that's what you guys going to do. A free 2 one votes around the room quickly. We don't have much time. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. No, we don't. Uh, Andy, your name comes first in the alphabet, so I'll let you go first. All right. Uh, so, as th- it 3 two, one like votes? That's yeah, yeah. Right. Three most votes. Oh, yeah, all right. How, how else? Yeah. <laughs> I thought, like, one is in ranked first, third is in ranked third. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so now, now that we've established that, um, I'll go one vote uh, to Zadkovic. Still a very peak mm-hmm. moment, very funny, considering his, his character and, uh, you know, classic Zad being, uh, being Zad. Um Two votes. I'm going to go the Bang Average video. Very funny that they posted mm. that uh, right before a 4-0 loss. And, uh, yeah, three votes. Danny Vukovic hoisting up the uh, the concrete trophy from the F3. Just the way that... <laughs> it's just a piece of The concrete. way that he carried on as well, like, and the celebrations. <laughs> it was like it was the, uh, you know, the toilet seat. <laughs> just, just for a piece of concrete, so... Uh, in itself, it's it's a peak moment enough having having a piece of concrete as a trophy, but the way they celebrated it, even funnier. So, three votes uh, for that right. one for me. Should we demo second, yeah. right, for going alphabetically? Yeah, I'll go um, number one vote gets uh, the uh, Danny Vukovic hoisting the F3 concrete. Uh, two votes goes to Bang Average video. <laughs> Meaning, peak moment of the year for me is <laughs> Ruben Zadkovic uh, just pointing, putting his point across. Um, yeah. in, in, well, it was your accepted, entire argument. Accepted way possible. Um, you know, punch someone in the face. You could really get away with a lot when you do work OH&S rep these days. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Demo had no choice but to pick that one for three votes, otherwise his argument would be void. That's right. For me, also, an honourable mention for me has to be the the Osuzu Ute um, app, the game that they made. (laughs) uh, Justifying the worst decision in uh, footballing history. Um, And running with it, or driving with it, depending on which way (laughs) you want to look at it. But... uh, the, the prize should have been that you could drive the little uh, ute out into the field. It all comes out to you, Tashan. Yeah. You know, pressure. I mean, I think there are some other moments that could have been um, potentially brought well, up. you're like the PK the, the League Cor- moment commissioner. The Corica the Rodan beef yeah, was hilarious. That was that fucking was, funny. Yeah, but you get that in the Prem. 
Andy, Andy Naboot, cool. the fan. The yeah. fan Naboot. <laughs> the gift that keeps on oh. giving. Too niche, too niche, too niche. Um, Andy Gibson getting the um, the the shout out from Richard Gannon. That's that's iconic. It, that's 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 personally iconic, but not peak A League. What about the lights going out at Macedonia Park? Jeez, yeah, what happens in the AFL happen. too? Yeah, I feel like that happened. Yeah, no, nah, I. All right. Um, I'll go. I'll go. Ooh. Oh no! Actually, there's um, another one. Wellington Phoenix playing on a uh, racing circuit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's good. Next that up, good. Western United to play at Calder Park. Yeah. Hell yeah. Winter, um, Winter Motor Race. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'll go one vote. I'll go I'll go one vote for um, the homie fucking uh, the Bang Average video. Mm. I'll go one vote for Bang Average. I'll go. I'll go two votes for Zadkovic uh, assaulting really? his own player. I'll go three votes for the F three mm-hmm. because it, it's li- literally it's a piece of concrete. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's celebrating like he's a fucking. I can't handle it. It's a piece of concrete, mate. Go how many times he's driven over that bit of concrete? You reckon Danny Vukovic, you know, like, I reckon Vukovic is one of those drivers, you know, like in a nice SUV, one hand at like, his right hand at like one o'clock or two o'clock, and his, his left arm on the console, and he's going over to the F3, is like, oh yeah, just like the trophy. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah, what's this mass- and all, all the other motorists are like, what's this massive pothole doing here on the road? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the bloody council oh. doesn't fix anything these days. <laughs> Anyways, without further ado, it was tight tussle, but I would like to announce the winner of the 2023 A-League Peak Moment of the Year Award is the Central Coast Mariners with the yes. F3 Derby Trophy Celebrations. Jeez, they win everything. It is literally a piece of concrete. Thank <laughs> you. A piece of fucking concrete. Congratulations. Oh, what well a deserved. Go and lift, go and lift the concrete <laughs> up tonight, boys. You've earned it. I know. Oh, I reckon so. Which means that the Central Coast Mariners have achieved a double this season. Yeah. The what does that could have to do to win peak A League? <laughs> Probably get a job in the A League again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can so. He's going to come back again. Allegedly punched his own player in the head. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he could... maybe Zatkovich is due for the Melbourne victory job. What do you reckon? Or maybe, or maybe he'll get a job at the APL. And Wellington Phoenix for me. Oh yeah, Wellington the Nooks. Imagine, imagine that the distance derby, Wellington Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, that'd be right. Eh? Oh, actually, right, Jake but the um, has got the job. We're at we're at a, we're now we're at an hour twenty, boys. Well, it is the grand um, final episode. It is the grand final episode. Do we have any favourite um, moments or memories from the A-League season we want to share? I'm just spending time with you boys every week. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, yeah. oh that's that's too sweet. Yeah, that's it's, been, it's been great. Um, obviously, uh, as our first real bloody delve into podcasting for for us three at least. Um, just mm. And um, yeah, it's just been a really good um, year to talk about talk shit about uh, A-League and talk shit about life in general and um, yeah it's been uh, yeah, a pleasure uh, convening with you lads every uh, every week so hopefully um, yeah this is the first of many seasons my highlight is Ruben Zadkovic and getting underneath Deshaun's skin <laughs> yes I'll have to find True. a new thing next year 
I'm sure there'll be plenty to choose from. Never disappoint the Alec. <clears throat> oh, it's it's a bit it's a bit um petty, but my highlight was um that day that Nick sent us the screenshot of, you know, if you Google Australian soccer podcast and we actually come up, yeah. that was a nice, <laughs> that was, that was a proud, that's that's a proud moment. That was a proud moment. No guarantee we're still on that list. Uh, I'm, I'm, do, I'm Googling it now. Uh, oh no, it's, it doesn't, Uh-oh. Google's not Uh-oh. letting me down. Okay. Don't. No, no, if you Google it and it doesn't come up with the options anymore. It's different. Really? Um, we'll see you guys for the Moons World Cup. Absolutely. If we can, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. If we could get tickets to the Matildas game, hint, hint, anyone got a spare for Melbourne? <laughs> Please send them to yeah. us. That's it, mate. Um, but yeah, beyond that, it's been uh, lots of fun. I hope you guys have had a, had a bit of fun today as well. It's been a good episode. Yeah, it's been a, a crack and one to finish off the season. You beauty. And uh, this has been the four-man wall. Thank you all. Thank oh, you. we're above the Socceroos. We're above the official Socceroos podcast on that list. wrote a song about him it was Matthew Leckie and then Richie Van Der Ven came on at the <laughs> same time to get it was impressive what's the, what's the song that Up All Night to Get Lecky. <laughs> get Lucky Get Lucky Shit um, Shit Ah <laughs> oh, no it's too early in the morning for this Nicholas <laughs>